welcome to Termination Point, Ramming Jack and the Apogee of the Celestials. Hello, everybody. My name is Alex, and joining us today for the podcast is our good friend Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. Um, we've caught tea fever here mm-hmm. and the tail end of January. We saw the movie, finally, and now we want to watch some more TNT. So we dive into the, the first actual episode of season yeah. two. I, we And we got some returning favorites that I was not expecting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's great. It's great. I'm very excited. Fun times. Fun times. A lot of questions. A lot of questions, as always. Oh, yeah. But more on that later, because I'm sure there's some things we want to talk about. Yeah, Alex, first of all, I mentioned returning favorites. Um, What about what about departing heroes? Oh, what about saying like last time we said farewell to uh, Rap and Ramaswani. Mm hmm. And this week, we got to say goodbye to everyone's favorite meatball, Ron Dion. <laughs> Ron Dion DeSantis. Is that his name, Dion? Yeah, Ron I Dion DeSantis. Well, well, well. Alex keeps trying to make me look at his dick, by the way. He keeps, like, moving his camera, and, like, just facing down. I was like, hey, look at this. And I'm like, no, thank you, sir. That's sexual harassment. It's inappropriate. No. I have to move down my, uh, my laptop because my monitors aren't up. I guess I could just lift my monitors up. Duh. Weird. Go ahead about Ron. Look, just just look at the dick and then go ahead because I'm just Whoa. Kidding. I mean, yikes, yikes. I'm just I'm Alex, I'm real upset that Ron Dion DeSantis is not going to be the president. Well, these do not adjust any higher, so I can't. You're gonna have to live with me moving my monitor once in a while. I'll I'll give you a warning so you can look away. All right, all right. Um, I. I didn't watch his, like, clearly, why would I waste time no. on him saying, look, it's over, guys. I put up a good fight. I said I was never going to quit. Clearly, that was wrong. Oof. Also, vote f- also, vote for Donald Trump. I know he's called me names and made up art now famous. You know, my family uses it, too. Meatball Ron. Um. <laughs> Meatball Ron Dion. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it is wild. Like, how far he fell. Like, I am shocked. Well, I mean, he's still got a future in Florida, maybe, right? I know, because he's, like, term limited. Like, he's, he's done. Ooh. He's about to be gone. Nice. I mean, I'm sure he'll do something, you know, but I don't know what, because, like... What do you do? Is he just like, going to go on Fox News? And, yeah, well, I guess I mean, he can't. He's just humiliated himself so much. <laughs> well, that, shouldn't, that doesn't stop many conservatives. Yeah, but he's not good at, like, talking in front of people. He's not, or, he brings nothing to the table. Like, his stock has, like, plummeted. You don't come back. Like, it's like, I don't know where he can go in politics because, like, I, I mean, from governor, like, what, like, he true. can't, it's not, he's, he's not going to go back to Congress again. Like, and I don't think he can make a Senate run. I think, I don't think, I don't, I don't think he would lose. Like, so what does he do? We can't. He can't like go onto like a Fox News spot because he can't talk. Nobody wants to see him. He's whiny and weird, and apparently cannot like not be weird. I mean, yeah. He's he's done he's, though. He's done. Farewell, Ron Dion. Also, hey, Ron Dion DeSantis's parents. What were you thinking with Dion, by the way? <laughs> the doc I want to see is how Ron got here. Like, where did it all go wrong? When did he start wearing high Guantanamo, heels? Guantanamo, um, maybe. Could be part of it. Probably part of it. Has he always worn shoes to make himself taller? Like, maybe <gasps> it's not, so, hey, I want to no. be taller. It's like, I just feel more comfortable when I'm on the balls of my feet. I mean, feet. I do remember, like, a few years ago, him wearing weird shoes, but I don't think they were, like, they weren't, like, the, the stupid, like, lift boots. They were just dumb shoes, so. Oh. 
you know. I mean, I don't know enough about him. I, I just don't know enough, and I don't. I don't really want yeah, to you know don't anymore. Want to. You don't want to. Like you, you now know everything there is to know about him. He's he's very bad and very weird. So not a fan. You think he's gonna write a book? I mean, he's that he's didn't go a book, too well. Though. Like he's okay. done it. He's done it. Okay. Well, then yeah, he's done. He's gonna move on to. He's gonna do something else. Like what? We don't know. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck about his last book. Like it's the book that you put out when you're running for president. You know, when you're running for president, you have to write a book. Like that's just part of the job. Like and like nobody gave a fuck because it's Ron DeSantis. This book that he put out because he's running for president. Like, what's he gonna write another book? What's it, what's gonna be in the book? Like, he's he's, he's gonna done have it. to he's gonna pivot to something else. What? Can't be acting. Can't be radio. No. Can't be anything. So maybe he's just gonna start expressing himself through visual arts, like um, Bush did, where he just does paintings or God, sculpture, or photography. Who knows? Get back Terrible. to basics. Terrible. Go after the swamp. Maybe he'll become like a, a gator wrangler. Who I mean, knows? I think best case scenario for him, not for anyone else, but like he just becomes a, like a first husband to uh, and his wife like runs for things. Interesting. You, you think he'd be able to do? Well, I guess he could easily just stand awkwardly over on the sidelines. Yeah, he can and be creep weird. Everyone like, out. like like Kamala's husband. He's weird. Yeah, but I don't. I've only seen Kamala's husband a handful of times that I can remember, mm-hmm. and he's just like a gray face. He's there. Yeah. Ron DeSantis, I'd be like, oh, there's Ron. What's he up to? Like, I can pick him out and be like, there he is. What awkward stuff's going on? So no one's going to pay attention to his wife doing anything. There's always The camera's always going to pan over to Ron. Like, what awkward thing is he going to do now? What's his fit? How's it going? Yeah. But, you but know. I mean, dude, who knows? All, I, people should ask mm, him that. Yeah. No, it's... It's something. It's something. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's something we're all grieving. We're all dealing mm. with the, the, the downfall of the meatball. Um, but what's happening with you, friend? Nothing much. While you were enjoying the winter temperatures in Florida, <sighs> that deep polar vortex. Love it. We we ended up getting some snow. We got about two inches, maybe three. And we went out and bought, because our sled broke, our plastic sled finally just like destroyed itself. We went out and bought inner tubes to sled on. We're like, we'll give these a shot. Way better than those little plastic sleds. And we bought two of them. So it was me and uh, my daughter just going down our front hill as much as she could. And she, that she, that she could. <laughs> we got to go in. Do we though? <laughs> just trying to get that extra slide in, which I can't blame her. I was there. I mean, I was riding beside her. We would, we just had fun. People were jogging down the street, looking over at us like, What? It was just a good time. Nice, nice. But because it was so cold and we would go outside, we'd just come in and relax. Again, nothing too crazy. Oh, I enjoyed my few days of winter. We're supposed to get a few more. Nice. We're going to more. So nice. I think this weekend there's going to be some more winter. So, or maybe next weekend. I don't remember. I, it's There's more winter coming. I'm very excited. I made some soup. Oh. So. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. I did try a, a new VR experience. Oh, really? What was the what was the experience? So, I wanted to try something that was kind of sportish. Mm-hmm. Not that not that I don't enjoy the first person role playing of a Resident Evil or other th- other things, right? Like Skyrim. Um, but I thought, yeah, I'll, I want to. I just want to see how you simulate a sport in this. So there was a new game called Racket Club that I I bought. And it's supposed to be, it's its own version of like racquetball meets table tennis meets like tennis. And it's, it's cool. Or like, I I say tennis, I mean more like pickleball or like there's a new version of tennis where you can play off walls and stuff. I can't remember what it's called. And it's, it's in VR. So you go in there and you make your avatar. And I was playing against, um, 
the computer, but the court is smaller, clearly because it's made for people. They thought, let's let's make something tennis-like, but clearly these people aren't going to have like a giant right. place to play. So let's make it a little bit smaller. And it's it's pretty fun. And nice. it actually gets you, gets you moving and going. And it's never like glitched or anything. Like it's pretty smooth and fluid. And there's never been like, oh, I... I I didn't move my wrist. It shouldn't have gone crazy. Like everything seems so too, which I've never actually thought in VR. It's never like completely messed up. Um, so I'm like, well, that's cool. Then I tried the club part of it where I go on to live servers with other people oh boy. in a club. And that is always wild in VR. Yeah, no, I, the couple of times, like it's just too weird. It's too weird. The weirdest part, which we've talked about before is the little kids on there just going nuts. Yeah. Um, crazy people just yelling. Uh-huh. Just like, un- it, that's the thing. It's a mix of children, like crazy people that are just yelling and old confused people that like clearly like their, like their grandchildren have made them put this on for their own amusement. <laughs> what am I doing? Where is it? <laughs> what? Where? What do I? I don't know. Where? What do I do? What do I? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I think back to that poor person that was stuck. Oh boy. And people were trying to get her out in that one experience we had. That was so weird. So the difference here is that you have to pay for this app. Okay. So it's not free like the MetaQuest Horizon stuff. Get some of the riffraff out. So some of the riffraff's out, but still some weirdos. Yeah, but still. And it's. You, you you can mute yourself, but the whole point is that it's it's supposed to also replicate that thing that you have at tennis clubs or like at the club. And you can choose which club and they have different aesthetics. It's weird. You know what what I don't need to replicate in a virtual reality setting? <laughs> the the vibe of a tennis club. A private tennis club, yes. Gah. It's not No thank you. But the people were very overall weird, but also nice. So I was just walking around I'm and just looking. Imagining Buddy Limbeck. <laughs> so yeah, I, I went up to like a court where there were two people playing and they were just hitting and they were talking. Like I could I could eavesdrop if I wanted, but I was just watching for a second. And they went over and saw like five people like huddled together, like crouched down on the ground. Um, just kind of like moving around in a circle and talking and laughing. And when I got close, they all like stopped and looked at me and I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I just walked past them. Please, whatever please ignore our weird uh, tennis gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, uh, I was watching some other people play. I was like, okay, weird. Some, some things are happening that I'm not advanced enough yet. Cause I'm a, I'm a newbie from a level perspective. So there's mm-hmm. certain things I can't do. I will not let me serve by myself. It just keeps the ball. It hovers the ball for me to like assist serve but then someone comes up behind me and says like hey and it takes me yeah it's like hey you want to come join the squad they force you onto the ground and they sexually abused you and I've never had that happen in a game before (laughs) oh Um, but no, he said, hey, would you like to come come play with us? We got like a, a two-on-two. We need another player. And I was like, sure. So I go over there. I go in. Um, clearly, I, I'm, I make some faux pas. But they're oh, very boy. nice about it. They're like, hey, just so you know, we, we can see you're level one. Um, you're supposed to serve across to the person to your diagonal right or left, not across. Like you can't just serve wildly. They didn't use the word wildly, but they were explaining and they would explain things to me and I would see them like do actual serves and like try to spin it. And we were having fun. One person didn't really talk a lot. And there were two guys that must've been friends that talked a lot, but it was more just like normal sports stuff. So I was like, thanks. I I would, I would be kind of apologetic sometimes and be like, guys, don't worry. You're, you're a starter. It was normal sports stuff. 
So I played one game. I was like, thanks, guys. I got to go. So then I left as soon as I could um, past the people that were squatting. It could have been a, a tennis gangbang, as Brad had mentioned. Gang Definitely a tennis gangbang. And again, so weird. Like, I wish I could. I should have taken a picture of it just so I could show you. Because they were, like, crouched down. And I'm thinking, like, how the fuck are you even, like, doing that? And then just bouncing together and, like, moving I, around I'm, in a circle. I'm it's... telling you, just the bouncing movement you're doing. I know no one else can see this because it's a podcast. But let me tell you, it is filthy. I mean, yeah. Like, if we did a video podcast, we couldn't stream that on Twitch. I no, just absolutely trust. not. It's inappropriate. So I might have seen something. I, I went to the club and I saw something inappropriate, but thankfully I stayed away. But since then, I haven't gone back into the social stuff because it's awkward. Oof, like, no. I don't want to, whenever I'm in there, I I don't want to talk to other people mm-hmm. when other people are around me. Mm-hmm. Playing in pass-through is weird because I can see their court, but then, like, it passes through in mine, so I don't hit anything. But, um... You know, it's fun. Like, every once in a while, it's fun to get in there and just do something physical that's basically a human pong. Like, what else is tennis? Um, but more advanced. I did beat, finally beat the computer, only to be re- replaced by a harder computer person. Oh. Which is neat, because they, like, they, like, like teleport in. Like, it's Star Trek. Um, nice. And it's just, like, a bigger dude. It's like, oh, I, I graduated to the wharf um, after... Well, I was going to say, I... After you I defeated Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what. Thank you. Yes. But yeah, still having fun every once in a while. And when I can, get in VR and just experience. Just nice. fun times. Nice, nice, nice. That's fun. Um, Alex, I, I just got a question. Um, mm-hmm. Like, were you following the all the drama around the Stanley Cups? Which one is the Stanley Cup? Is that tennis? No, 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 not, not, not the Stanley Cup. I think that's hockey, I want to say, because I know it sports facts. You, sports you facts, do. thank yes. you. Um, no, I was talking about the Stanley Cups. The, oh, the, yeah. The, like the, the thermostyle insulated cup. This is not one, obviously. This is uh, an off-brand thing from Amazon that uh, I very much enjoy. But a lot of I drama think... about these people trying to get these Stan- these specialty Stanley Cups, like at Target from Starbucks and all that. I've, I've heard that it's a thing. I've seen some memes about it. I've seen some videos about it being a thing. Yeah. Now, Alex, listen, old news, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, whatever. People got crazy about those cups. Like, there was little kids that were, like, crying because they got Stanley Cups for Christmas and they were so happy. Like, very weird. Very weird. We're in a very weird time in history. Like, fads are strange. But what I was not aware of until recently is the Stanley Cup accessories. Oh, wow. I did not know about this either. Because, Alex, I want to send you an image. I want to send you an image. And it's going to change your life because it's what you obviously need. What you need (laughs) is a snack bowl for your Stanley Cup. Alex, when you have a 40-ounce insulated cup, Mm -hmm. the problem is you got nowhere to put your snacks. Truth. But what if you had a little tray that lived on top of your cup for your own personal snacks? How does how would that even work? What do you mean? How would that work? Okay, so you have to drink through a straw. So you're have you're basically balancing the whole time, right? I mean, it's a deep tray, so I guess you could have stuff in it, and there's some mm-hmm. leeway. But I would be too nervous that food would fall out or whatever's in these trays. Well, I know you're just driving along <laughs> in your in your snacks. Okay. All right. You know, just, uh, just, I mean, 
Um, so it's for driving. I wouldn't just walk around a party with this I, thing. I, no, you can walk around the party with that thing, absolutely. But it's going to be go to rude. Class it's going to be thing. rude because those are your snacks. You're not going to share the snacks from your cup tray. <laughs> well, yeah, because in any situation where you're social, normally it's like you bring stuff to share. You can't share something off your Stanley cup. No, no, One, you're getting on too cup. close to your straw. Yeah, this is my. This is personal. How many snacks do you need? And why do you need them in a tray? And why does that tray need to be attached to your cup? I've never done anything like this before. One, it didn't exist that I'm aware of. Like the concept of putting my snacks in a tray around my drinking, I, my cup is, is alien to me. It's so crazy. Isn't that what plates are for? Yeah, but what if you could attach your plate to your cup? How does this help? I guess, I, I guess. Um, well, it, it helps because like, I, there's all the, you know, all, all, all the, uh, you know, it's there. It's right there. You know, you're carrying around, you're already carrying around a cup. Like, do you want to have to carry around, also carry around a tray of snacks? <laughs> Why do I need a tray of snacks just on the go? Um, I mean, I eat on the go sometimes, true. I mean... I mean, I, you, sometimes you just need that. You need to be able to have it on the go. Also, this one that I found on Amazon, um, first of all, it's a larger capacity, which it's mm-hmm. gonna, this is, a, this is a little image that explains why it's better than other brands. First one, first reason, this one's bigger. So that's great. Mm. You can have, uh, you can store more various snacks. Also, um, it's durable. And it's not like those plastic ones, they're easy to break. Also, it's tasteless. Unlike the other ones, which are flavorsome. Oh, who's buying <laughs> flavorsome meaning that it tastes like plastic, I'm assuming, and not, hey, here's your <laughs> kiwi infused. That always gives us like the essence of a fruit this or one, some well, sub-savory I like thing. I this one because it's tasteless. I, it has an image of the Twin Towers uh, and says, got what you deserved on it. The other one is flavorsome. Um, here's one. <laughs> I found that's very similar, except it has a lid you can put on the top of it. Oh. And the whole point is that it's supposed to, it it says here, longer time for keeping food fresh. And it says dust prevention. Gross that your snacks are collecting dust and wherever you're at. But okay. And then insect prevention. Ooh. Don't like that. Oh, Oh, wow. What about a shoulder strap and like a little pocket that you can put like your credit cards in and hang your keys on it? Just be an all-in-one to go. This Stanley Cup is now, like, this is too much. What do you mean? So at least food is adjacent to drinking? Sure. Like, I'm still not, I I don't think I would do it, but I'm not gonna... You don't want a fanny pack for your cup? Yeah, turning your cup into a fanny pack is is bizarre. Now, there's nothing you could show me that's an accessory for this thing that I would be surprised because now I'm realizing they've I, made everything I, into yeah, a yeah. Stanley Cup accessory. You search Stanley Cup accessories and it is a wild world of ridiculous items. Like all the little straw toppers you can get, um, like a uh, little a beaded uh, uh, rope you can carry it with. Um, just Charms. all the thing. This cowboy hat one is actually kind of funny. I it's It's so crazy. Now I will say the one thing that I, I'm I'm I there's one that there's like a little uh, a, a plastic bumper that goes on the bottom of your cup and I was just thinking about my my cup you know that got dented and I had to buy a replacement oh. I was like oh fuck I, that might be something I could actually buy um, but it turns out my off-brand uh, cup it's it's a different size so that I can't I can't even buy one of those to protect my cup but also my cup cost twenty dollars so worst case scenario I'll, I'll buy another one actually I think it was seventeen dollars um, I'll just buy another one if mine gets dented again so. Hmm. 
Here's one where it's a, uh, a stealth air tag holder oh, that you will pin to the bottom of your Stanley Cup just in case it's stolen or lost. Oh. You can always find your Stanley Cup. Like that like that person that got arrested for like stealing like 70 Stanley Cups? Mm-hmm. Eesh. Here's a boot sleeve. You can get boots for your Stanley Cup. <laughs> oh, boy. I guess it's part of that protection thing you just mentioned, but in a stylish boot. Oh, I found one. Oh, here's one that's just the fanny pack. It's not It's not like the strap and the whole like carrying case for your cup. It's just the fanny pack. I like that. Wow. I, I uh, The snack tray is my favorite. The snack tray is the most oh, yeah. ridiculous thing because it is weird and gross and you shouldn't have that many snacks. <laughs> like, I, I understand having a large cup and carrying it around because it's nice. You can, like, yeah, yeah. They stay insul- it stays insulated all day. You can have a ton of ice in here and this thing will be cold. You can have, you know, your water all day long, throw, slice up some lemons, throw it in there. Great. Just fill it up in the morning and you're good for the day. Solid. Love that. Wonderful. But snacks? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Like, like what is it? It's too many snacks. Are, are, do people eat that many snacks that need these trays? And I just wasn't aware. People love snacks. But this is like, the thing is, all right, these cups are already big. And you put this giant tray around it. Guys, I'm telling you, like, it, it, look these up because it's ridiculous. Because it's the size of like a snack tray if you were going to have like people over. <laughs> it's like if you took like a vegetable tray and stuck it to your cup. Only instead of vegetables, obviously it's not vegetables. <laughs> all these images, we're seeing pretzels and popcorn and candy and strawberry i'm like guys what is the scenario if i if i had a stanley cup and i was eating in my car lunch someone's got a birthday coming up and i (laughs) 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 and i like packed my lunch and like put it into these trays Mm -hmm. sure i guess some people like to eat that lunch in their cars i eat lunch in my car sometimes at work um, but you would be having your lunch in there, and also a friend could have their lunch in there. These That's are... the thing. It's too much space. It's too much. There's no need for this. I do love... So here's the silicone, another boot, which is the protecting thing that you mentioned. But this one's different, Brad. Mm-hmm. It has extra high and thick design, so it perfectly fits the cup. And it protects the entire, like, half of the bottom. Oh. Thickened silicone design. So this is like, it's got texture to it and it's got a spring bounce to it. It's basically like what you would put on a phone for a phone case, but for your Stanley Cup. Wow. I did not realize people were, I mean, obsessed, sure. Yeah, dude, these things are bonkers. People are going nuts. This thickened bottom design is anti-slip and anti-noise. Why are people annoyed by the noise? That has to be like just marketing fluff. Oh, we, I mean. Oh, I hate my Stanley Cup. It's too loud. Oh, I set this down. Oh no, everyone hears my cup. Oh no. It's also anti-theft because those thieves have just recognized that special hollow high tone when exactly. that Stanley hits a surface. Oh, exactly. Oh goodness, there's, God, wow. If, th- if thieves took my Stanley and my snacks? God, I mean, yeah, I spent yeah I spent $50 on this cup and another like 40 on accessories, but also I had a week's worth of snacks in there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. I had an entire box of peanut brittle (laughs) and a jar of almonds and an entire package of strawberries. Are the Stanley Cups 
double-walled vacuum insulation. So they're like pretty much every other one. Yeah, it's just this is, yeah, this, this is a branded status thing now. like everything. They are some pretty – they yeah. have some nice I, designs. I think they, they got like super popular because there was like a video like – of like there was like a car fire and like the Stanley Cup still had oh, ice yeah. in it after the car. Like I think that's what kind of blew them up on, online and then they got super popular. So I mean because – yeah, these, these cups are – again, I've been a fan of a tall insulated, you know, cup for many years. I've always – I always have, you know, one R2. But I also, none of them cost $50. And none of them are special editions that are marked up for like $600 on eBay. So Brad, Mm -hmm. I see an opportunity. Okay. All of these food trays, Uh whether they be large or small, Mm -hmm. there's one I see here that has chicken wings in it. And I'm like, clearly this is too big. (laughs) What in the hell are you doing? They're all below $20. Uh Would it change things if someone made a super awesome one of these that could also survive a fire with your Stanley Cup? Because all of these I'm seeing like, this is not going to survive the Stanley Cup fire. If my car goes up, my snacks are gone. My my cup, the water is still cool. I could drink from the Stanley Cup after the flames die down. But what if I want a snack after I've watched it? Oh, I mean... I'm just saying there's an opportunity there. We can take it. Someone else can take it. Go make your money. I Okay. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm going to stop looking at Stanley Cup accessories here in a second, but another one of these bowls, <laughs> but this one in the image, like there is, no. there are two servings of fry. It is sectioned into four sections, two servings of fries. Another section has a sandwich in it <laughs> and another has slices, slices of pizza. <laughs> Wow. I don't even... That's so weird. It's weird. I mean, what do you... Like, it would look... First of all, it just looks so weird. If if you had this, it's going to look so weird when you're carrying this anywhere. If you're sitting at your desk and have this, you're like, what is on your cup? Oh, that, that, that's just my, that's my snack tray. Oh, weird. Why do you have that? What's... Uh, I... Hmm? How many snacks do you need? What's what's going on? What if <laughs> there was one that was, there were specialty trays. So same shape, but maybe they're some made of metal uh-huh. and I can put them into my, my oven and bake like a cake or a casserole. E- easy bake Stanley tray. There you go. And then look, I don't even have Wait, to take it hot out of pot. it. Hot pot Stanley hot tray. Hot pot Stanley tray. There we do go. Do my hot pot, done. And it just fits conveniently. Some would say okay, awkwardly. We just need to put a heating element. Yeah. Okay. We put it. Okay. We okay. We divide it into sections. We put a heating element in like two, and the other side, um, they they can be they can be the cold side. We can keep the hot side hot and the cold side cold, like I that weird McDonald's idea. thing. <laughs> but is there a market for it? I'm thinking if there's people who have their snacks here and these are selling, that that means there's definitely a market. Yeah, people just haven't definitely. haven't thought big enough. No, they, they're thinking too small. <laughs> Which is the problem with these Stanley Cup accessories. They're just too small. <laughs> The weirdest thing to me is that Stanley is not jumping in on these accessories. They're really leaving it to the secondary market. Yeah. Because if you go to their website, it's just, hey, here's the Stanley Cups. Go have fun with whatever accessories Well, because I mean, mean, they don't even need to worry about it because they're just like cleaning up. There's a lot of nameplates. So I went to Etsy, clearly, because I'm like, that's where some weirder stuff has got to be. But it's not as... There's got to be some weird stuff there. There's a bow that's specifically made for your Stanley, which is just someone tying a bow on it. Like... You could just make your own bow, but there's a lot of nameplates that are interesting. 
Um, oh, oh, yeah. Because you got to put your name on the top with the straw, and you have to have it secure so someone doesn't steal or mistake your Stanley Cup for someone else's, which I'm sure is a big, a big issue with the people who have this or have these. Mm, wow. Stanley Cup watercolor dusk bracelets. So you can basically, you know how Taylor Swift concerts they have all those bracelets. Uh, they did something similar at Halloween Horror yeah, Nights, if yeah. you remember. Oh yeah. You can do that with your Stanley as well. Wow. Dan, Thank you for... are you making Stanley accessories? What's Does going Dan on? Does Dan have an accessory? Stanley? Uh, well, he was, I mean, he was making bracelets for Horror Nights. Have, but have you transitioned? Have you moved on into the Stanley game? You can do it. I don't know what the etiquette is. I'm assuming if anyone with a Stanley... Because I'm assuming you carry it everywhere if it's this big phenomenon. You got to. Like, you go into a place. I got my Stanley here. Huh. So, of course, you'll run into people with these bracelets. You trade. Mm-hmm. I'm not... I feel like it's a little too late, or else I would say let's definitely get on that hot pot oh, yeah. slash hot eats, cool treats tray mm-hmm. for the Stanley Cup. It's wild. It's wild times. On on the note of consumerism, mm-hmm. um, um, I went to one of the largest toy stores in Ohio. Oh. So long-time listeners may remember that when Joey was younger, he went through a phase of G.I. Joe and like old toys. And we went to some of the, the local toy re- reseller places. One of those did have a really good selection. They recently moved. And that's when the, I saw on some local news things like, hey, this is one of the biggest toy stores in Ohio. And I thought, all right, one, I guess with Toys R Us gone, any old place can say it's the biggest toy store. True. So I went there to find Five Nights at Freddy's merch thinking the first wave of that really hit like years ago and my daughter is now into it um hardcore and i can't find find stuff out and about i have i can special order it but even that is limited and it's really expensive because it's hit the collector's market of oh this normally 30 dollar 13 inch animatronic figure is now double that because they don't make them anymore. Like right. they, and they didn't make a lot of merch for the movie, which is strange. Anyway, so I thought maybe this place would have it. I went there and was not prepared for the amount of toys. It was like walking into a toy store from our childhood. Wow. And I was not ready for that. I went over lunch because it was not too far from where I work. I was like, I'll just grab something to eat and just hop over there for a second, see if they have anything. Was not ready to be like dropped back in ni- the late 80s, early 90s. Everything, everything, seeing toys that I remember, seeing toys that I owned still in the package meant being like, how the fuck is this even? How did this reach this time period intact? That's the crazy thing, because like there are so there are a bunch of places like that. And I follow some stuff on Instagram that shows stuff like that. And it's like, I I mean, I understand that, like, you know, like these are specialty things. But like, I feel like there's so many. Like, why are there so many, like, unopened, like, weird action, like, Ninja Turtle action figures and things, things that were very popular? Like, how did these, how did they just hang around? Were they just, like, were there just, like, old cases of these that just, like, people didn't realize were in the back room somewhere and then eventually, like, I would love to know. And if I ever go back there and I buy something, that will be one of the questions I'll ask, one of those, like, hey, begrudging conversation. Did you find everything you like today? Tell me about what's going on here. Like, how does this work? <laughs> is there a time machine? Is it... Because, is like, it... some stuff, like, there's so much. Like, And this is this <sighs> is one of those. Because the Star Wars toy aisle had Star Wars toys in package from every decade they've made Star Wars toys. And just, like, 
up, like in the little cardboard carts on the little pegs. And it's just like, go by decade, almost by, I think it might've been by movie. And like, we're talking the old stuff. And I'm like, how the fuck do you have this? From like this, like from the early 80s? In package just here? It's wild. Wild. So crazy. Nothing Five Nights at Freddy's. Because I, I, I feel it, it's it's just new enough to not, it's like in that range, like where there's not enough, like, there's not enough people clamoring for it, for true. it to be nostalgic yet. And they didn't make a lot of stuff, so I can understand. But it was weird to see so much, like, niche, crazy toys. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you have this? But you don't have anything from Five Nights at Freddy's? Because, no Funkos from Five Nights at Freddy's? I mean, I think it's because, like, the, like, the stuff that, like, you can see in these shops are, like, stuff from, like, when we were kids. Because we're of the age to have money to buy nostalgic shit now. True. They did have some stuff from, like, the the early 2000s. Even, like, more recent stuff. Nothing too recent. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is where this kind of, for some reason... Either there hasn't been the Freddy Collect, I mean, who knows why. But they had like weird, like movie tie-in stuff. They had a section that was just horror of like horror action figures. They had mm-hmm. some really cool, awesome stuff. Just like memor- movie memorabilia toys that I did not even know existed. And again, absolutely nothing Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, uh. Whole aisles dedicated to Transformers, whole aisles dedicated to everything. He-Man, Ninja Turtles, Friend. There was so much stuff there. Oof. And I, I couldn't find what I want, so I left. Sadly, but I was tempted to buy a few other things. I was like, I'm here for this. I can't, I can't buy it. I can't buy this. Ah. Other, these other, th- all these other things I want. <laughs> I like, you go on store. eBay, like what's, what, how much five nights for, okay. So yeah, there doesn't seem like there was like a lot. Like, yeah, there um, like, really was only like a handful. Around Christmas, they were kind of selling them, but my daughter got into it like literally like a week before Christmas, like into a point where she's like, you know, it'd be cool to have stuff. So what we, we might do, as we're thinking about investing in a 3D printer, not just to give, not just to print Five Nights at Freddy's toys for my children, but because I've always, I've always thought it'd be fun to play with a 3D printer, and Joey's been experimenting with it at his dad's house. Um, and I was like, what could I do with a 3D printer? What could we do here? And there's certain things that I want to make that I'm thinking it'd be really cool to have a 3D printer just to do this and solve this problem because I can't. They don't make this. It'd be nice to to have this. And I could really just <laughs> model it in a 3D program and maybe print it. Who knows? So we'll give it a try. But one of the first things we'll print is a Five Nights at Freddy's thing so that we can sand it, paint it, and just have it. Because you can find the models of those 3Ds. Like, Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And, but I, I floated the idea by, and my daughter says, look, for my birthday this year, I want you to make animatronic suits, and I want us to be in them. <laughs> and, my, and my friends will come over, and I will go into the back room, and then I'll come back out as an animatronic, and we'll scale them. We'll scare them. And I'm like, well, kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Props for this birthday plan of yours. <laughs> But that takes some work. <laughs> um, I'm gonna need you to get in touch with the Jim Henson Creature Shop. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that Very was the fun. other adventure I'd been on. Was going to that toy store and just all the stuff, and it was busy. There were a lot of people there looking for toys at lunch on a random like Thursday. I was like, this is good for this place. Oh, I, I just looked uh, Five Nights at Freddy's costumes on eBay. They're oh. some creepy stuff. Well, because she likes it and we watch those videos, we just see all kinds of cosplay, which is where I think she got the idea. Yeah. It's really fun to watch the ones that are like really good because there's some videos that show you the really good ones and then show s- some of the, the not so good ones for a laugh. But they, they, there's some people doing some really good stuff. Whew. 
Yikes, 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 yikes. Very scary. Um. Oh, wow. <laughs> a Five Nights at Freddy's animatronic suit. Contact before purchase. $1,600. Yes. I love that it's on PCV, PVC pipe. Oh. I, could you wear it, I guess? Please enter yeah. the character you would like to purchase suit. Wow. So this is the scariest. Five Nights at Freddy is, is weird. It's a strange franchise. It has to do with an adult killing children. And the one that Brad just showed, Springtrap, people will know, is the suit that the killer wears. Not to spoil anything, but it's Five Nights at Freddy's. The games are like super old. He gets trapped in his suit and has to join his animatronics in death and trapped in these things. I think what she wants bare minimum is a 3D printed masks of some of the things that go around the complete head and that will be enough nice. to start. So we'll see, we'll see. That'll, it'll only take five weeks to print. <laughs> that's the and thing hopefully about, it's the right size. That's the thing about Jeez. 3D printing that like always bums me out. It's like, I watch a video or something and I'm like, oh yeah, it's like, yeah, this only took uh, eight hours to print. I'm like, wait, what? But that's like, that's like a refrigerator magnet. Why did it take eight hours? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> They've gotten better. There's some that have gotten a lot faster, but it, it, it's all about like how how much detail do you want, or how much after work of like sanding it to make it smooth, or do you yeah. want the like visible banding? But you're right. I mean, it can be. It's crazy. I mean, it's cool, but it's just wild. They've just now gotten to where it's like a lot easier. Back in the day, everyone should. I mean, just so people know, the whole like leveling of it and like setting it up. Some people will get new bills and take weeks just to figure out how to even print one thing. Yeah. Because it's not, it, it was not easy in those early days. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It seems like that. that's just an iteration thing that uh, we should, yeah, we should. Yeah, I don't there. know what the current state is, but uh, yeah. The second thing I, I print, should we get one, after the, the Five Nights stuff, is a tray for my, mm -hmm. uh, a food tray for my... Awala? Awala? Special edition Harry Potter drinking cup. Um, guys, if you didn't know, Alex is a huge turf, so... Uh... <laughs> it's Harry Potter because it was green, and it was on sale. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just get that one. It's cheaper, and it's green. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the Harry Potter one? All right. <laughs> There's also stickers on it. Um, I will be buying another one of these just for the stickers that Brad included in the holiday package. Cannot fucking wait. Indeed. I was tempted. I was like, are these reusable? Can I just peel these off and put the other one, those on it? Like, could I just cycle out stickers? But I don't, I don't think some of these are. But a special cup. Maybe I should buy it. Well, no, I, I don't want to buy a Stanley. I don't want to get on that train. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy to pay that much yeah, for yeah, one of those cups. Yeah, don't do that. I, I do Especially highly I can recommend print the one. fine people at uh, Zibtis? Zib Zibtis? Zibtis. Zimtis. That is a weird looking Z. It's a great cup. Love this cup. It's my favorite cup. I like its verticality. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it easily fits inside a cup holder. And that's the thing. A lot of these fucking Stanley cups don't even fit in a proper cup holder. That They're is, too big. But well, this, that's a stupid this is design a choice. It's tall, not wide. I appreciate it. This fits in a cup holder just barely. But the bigger version of this that my wife has does not. Yeah, that's... I that's, guess it's a thing. That's a thing you gotta, that's a thing you gotta deal with. I, but uh, I get this is, 40, this is a 40 ounce cup, but it's very tall. Very tall. Very tall cup. I appreciate it. I should, I should put, I, no, I was like, I should put a sticker on it, but I'm like, no, I take this to work. I'm not going to put a sticker on it. I don't know what to do with stickers. Like, I, I, I don't know how, but uh, as, as an adult, I come into contact with having stickers on occasion. I'm like, I don't know what to do with these. <laughs> so I pick out some and I send to my friend for the holidays. They're awesome. 
They are very fun. Like, I, but I'm also like, other than this cup, where would I put these? That's the thing. I, I, I put a lot of magnets on them and then put them on the refrigerator. Oh, no, that's a good idea. Because I'm a, I'm, a I'm a real magnet fan, though I've run out of refrigerator space at this point. So oh, yeah, i got to rethink that situation. You know, I could put one on my phone because mm. it's thin enough to go through the pass through. And this mm. other sticker that my daughter randomly put on there years ago is still here, but super faded. You wouldn't be able to tell it's a book. Clearly, my if you look at it, it's my fine print, my favorite book, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, you love it. You love Harry Potter. Like, how have you not come down and gone to the Wizarding World yet, Alex? <laughs> it's right here. Did you know that the Harry Potter video game was like one of the best-selling video games last year? I mean, even with all the back, even with people like clearly don't support J.K. Rowling oh, and her yeah. craziness. Yikes. People, people they couldn't help themselves. really love Harry Potter. I, I don't get even, I didn't get even before, like she was just a monster. But now. This is, this is purely speculation and this is a rumor. But have you seen previews for the movie Argyle? No. Um, a woman who's a writer is suddenly meets a character from her book who's actually real. And apparently what she writes becomes reality. Oh boy. Yeah. The word on the street is that this is actually a JK Rowling project, but they've done so much to um, make that not public knowledge. And I was like, well, that's weird. But the, the people that I saw explaining it, I was like, well, maybe. All that to say, more people looking into it. I, I mean, it doesn't look that great. I mean, it's just a fun. It looks like it might be fun. I don't know. I'm looking at Wikipedia, and apparently there people believe that Taylor Swift wrote it as well. Oh, so wow. Okay, I, there you I think go. this is just one of those things that I think, uh, I think there's a lot of Everyone's trying to rumors. figure out what Argyle's about. I, I don't understand. I mean, the idea's been done before. Not to say that you can't make it better than any of the other ideas. Yeah. I love who who wrote this was it was it was it JK Rowling or Taylor Swift I, I don't know maybe it's maybe neither one maybe neither one there was something about like the director had been working with I again these are all wild internet speculations don't know don't know I, there's something about these drops that the director I, I'm kidding I can't Oof. even joke about QAnon Oof. stuff anymore because it's just it's too too real yeah, it's very real, Alex. Like, someday, um, eventually, Q is going to bring those traitors to justice. Finally. Tom Hanks, your days are numbered. <laughs> there is one other thing I, I think to briefly mention before we go into TNT. Um, Brad, how much do you use things like Alexa and Siri? <sighs> Bixby is what they use on Android devices. No one has time for that. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> never makes me known as the worst. No, no chance. Uh, Siri, never. Fuck that. Never. Couldn't pay me to use it. Um, the A word, pretty regularly, actually. Same. Um, as I've mentioned before, I think on the past episodes, Amazon does not make money off of Alexa. They've been trying to make money off of it, but they have been unsuccessful because people don't people don't want to hear ads. People don't want to buy things through it. They want to use it and to look so up stuff randomly. And it's so annoying when it, it really tries is. to add, like, again, like, it's, I like, I use it for timers, I use it for alarms, but anytime it's like, oh, by the way, something, 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 like, shut up, stop talking. Because I'm, it's always like, I'm trying to, like, you know, find out either, like, something real quick, and I'm, like, listening to a podcast, and I'm like, I've got to fucking pause it, because it's, like, telling me, like, five fucking minutes worth of, like, shit. <laughs> Hey, this thing that's on a wish list that you looked at once is on sale. Hey, here's a book from an author that you like. And I'm like, no, it's not. I don't know who that person is. Why do you think I want like that book? That doesn't sound like anything I've ever liked. That's weird. 
it's on sale for two ninety nine. Would you like to add it to your cart? No, definitely not. <laughs> Never. Do you even Adding know me? Adding to your cart. It's. I also use it for a lot of the smart home stuff around here, which I highly <laughs> recommend. Yeah. Always talking to that thing to do stuff. Oh. And I know you use it because you have certain uh, things trained for it to do, and you can ask it questions on various other podcasting mm-hmm. means. True. Amazon is hoping to turn that around. And in 2024, they're going to offer a subscription service for Amazon Alexa that gives it a, a generative AI brain. Oh, get so out instead of here. AI bullshit. <laughs> instead of the, the boring, dumb Alexa, you can talk to a smart, with it Alexa that's more like conversational. Um, will it shut the fuck up when I don't want it to talk? It's gonna. It, it's rumored to be $20 a month. And I don't know. It's going to have to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Uh, there's uh, not what else nothing. could it do? No, there's nothing it could do. I, I, the only thing I want it to do now is less. I want it to do less things now than it currently does. Can I get that feature? How much How much do I have to pay to get it to do less? I I have contemplated, and maybe will have to for work, um, getting an AI subscription for things that allow you to generate images or are just a faster version of certain things like a GPT-4, maybe. But that's also because those things can do a lot. I can generate images. I can ask it all these questions. It's just a super powered search engine and or a creator of things or like to get things jump started or whatever, a researcher too. But Alexa can just talk to me and read me ads. I don't want to pay 20 bucks to have a better version of an ad reader sometimes, like a third of the time. And then like, what's it going to do different when I say turn on the lights? Yeah. Other than sure thing? I don't know. Or like, I don't know what it can do. What's it? Turn on the solstice tree. Hey, besides turning on the solstice tree, would you? No, I wouldn't. I would not. (laughs) Would you also like to read this book by someone you've never heard of? It's on sale right now for $1.99. No. I just want you to turn on the fucking solstice tree. Nightmare scenario. Stupid robot. (laughs) (laughs) Someone hacks Alexa, and when you say turn on the solstice tree, it says, we noticed you had solstice in the name of your tree. Have you not found Jesus yet? Oh, God. (laughs) Would you like to buy the Bible? It's on sale right now for $1.99 on Kindle. Can, should I add it to your cart? Absolutely not. Or say buy now to buy it immediately. No. Did you know that hell is hot? You'd like me to hot. save it for later? <laughs> Just like your soul can be saved by Jesus, our Lord God? God damn it. Who hacked Alexa and made it find Jesus? I see you like snack trays. <laughs> you know who's a real snack? Our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can I put my communion wafers into my Stanley cup with grape juice? We see you like Stanley cups. You know what's another grape cup? The Holy Grail, the cup of Christ. Learn more about it in the Bible. Now on sale for $1.99 on Kindle. Should I add it to your cart? Now the Holy Grail is mentioned it's not even mentioned in the Bible, right? Uh, well, yeah, not re- not necessarily, but it's implied. <laughs> it's implied. It's implied by there must have been a cup that they drank from. Would you? He said, "Drink this and remember." Would you like to read the Chrétien de la Troie of Grail Epics? (laughs) Sure, it's public domain because it's from like the 1200s. But uh, you can buy an edition on Kindle for a dollar ninety-nine on sale right now. Should I add it to your cart? Let me just read you a few paragraphs from it to see if it's your speed. I'm going to ask Kindle. No, I'm not. I was going to say, can I ask Alexa a biblical question? Like, what would it even say? I don't even want to open that Pandora's Uh -uh. box. Um, But yeah, 
No thank you, Amazon. Absolutely not. Never. No thank you. Friends, it is that super special time of the week when we talk about TNT. T.S. Turner was a city smart kid fighting his way off the street until he was framed for a crime he didn't commit. Amy Taylor was a young crusading lawyer. She mounted an appeal to put Turner back on the street, this time in a suit and tie, working as a private detective. Together, they are TNT. Because this is a TV show, we're going to do our best to summarize this episode of TNT in as close to a minute as possible without going over. If we go over... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Alex, this is season two, episode five, The Whole Truth. Interesting. And uh, you're going to have one minute to summarize this in as close to a minute as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under, because then you would be a terrible liar chump. Oh, it's a terrible liar. Stupid lie. So uh, are you ready for this? What happens if I go under? Oh, if you go under? Oh, well, oh, oh boy. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Like, Jesus. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking do it. No, well, then I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes at the very <laughs> most. Boy, I mean, you go under. It's like, do you even give a fuck about TNT? <laughs> I see you like TNT. Would you like to buy a book about explosives by someone you've never heard of before? It's on sale right now for $1.99 on Kindle. Should I add it to your cart? <laughs> I just love the fast sales pitch. <laughs> I want to hear, like, I want to overhear in another room, Alexa, like, all right, today we're going to get him. Today you can do it, Alexa. Hey, Brad, welcome to the kitchen. Oh. You know, it's a little rainy out there. Don't forget your umbrella. And, um... While we're talking, <laughs> like it's always like either something that I have absolutely no interest in, or as always something I I just bought. It's like, hey, you just bought this. Would you like to buy another one? No. Why? <laughs> why would I? Why would I need another? That's crazy. They must be experimenting with you. Not to not to um to stall any tea talk because I can't wait to talk about tea. But the only thing that I get is it will say things like, hey, this thing that you order every once in a while, it's on sale now. Do you want to order it? Oh, I mean, but it's only stuff that I've ordered before multiple times. The, it never gives me just like a wild ugh, the suggestion. Books, I feel like I don't know what it thinks I'm interested in as far as books go. Um, but I'm like, I, you know, but I'm just thinking about like Amazon in general, the way they're like sending an email. Hey, you're still interested in this? I was like, yeah, because I already bought it. Like, yeah, why, are you, why are you sending me ads for it? Hey, uh, no, I no, I think I need some more. No, I just, I just got, I, I just got these like uh, arm weights in. I just get, but I was thinking to myself, I'm just like, you know, it's pretty good. Like I could strap one of these, but what if I strap two sets of these to my arm? Just made, what if I just put like 15 pounds just like on my arm? Like, you know, just like really like overdid it. You know, I just really need to like load down. I need extra, like how many of these can I fit? on one arm. I see you can fit one set on your arms. Could you put three sets on your arms? They're on sale right now for $17.99. Should I add them to your cart right now? Would you like to buy now? Just say buy now and you can buy now. No, that's heavy. Alexa's like really, I could say, gosh, 
Alexa should never be the in-house salesperson. But I could just see it. Look, why limit yourself to just 15 per arm when you could be doing 30 each arm if you buy now? Like, no, I think, I think, I think like seven's fine. Buyer say buy now? I think What, so. Alexa? <laughs> seven's fine. I don't need it. Yeah, you're good. You're good. It's fine. I think that's fine. Have you considered 50? I have not. Would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to summarize T. All right, take a second, collect your thoughts, think about what happened, what were people doing, what were they wearing? Whatever you need to summarize this is close to a minute without going over. One minute, probably actually under, and you will be going in three, two, one, go. So a kid who's a pool shark in St. Louis happens to see a robbery in which a man is shot and killed. He sees the, the robber's face. And apparently the robber has a racket where he does this a lot, but no one's ever seen his face. So he tries to hunt this kid down. So this kid goes to uh, Seacouver to kind of hide out and do some pool sharking to get enough money. And this guy follows him. And this guy's got some bank because he's been robbing a lot. So he hires T and Amy to find this kid so that he can kill this kid so that he can't tell the authorities what's up. But this kid has no interest in telling the authorities because he's like, I don't want to be a snitch. That dude's going to try to kill me. It won't matter. Uh, and long story short, it doesn't matter because they go to uh, the courthouse and he ends up telling on this guy who does try to kill him when they find him. But Mr. T saves him in a tire fight. Um, but it doesn't amount to anything. And Mr. T says, that's just how it is sometimes. And that's the show. One minute. Yes. There's so much crazy shit in this episode. <laughs> I did as much as I could to like explain the main plot, yeah, which yeah. I, I think I did. Solid, solid work, solid work. But goodness, you're right. It's just, there's a lot going on. Reoccurring characters. Yeah. New ones. I, I was personally both thrilled, but also upset when Sophie slash Opie appeared in voiceover only yeah. on the phone. That that was, I mean, but I was just happy to have her. Oh, of course. Um, especially since Mr. T seems to just be working out of Decker's now. Yeah, he's moved to Decker's. Um, but what I was also surprised to see was Joey. Yeah, kid's back. Yeah. Didn't, I thought he was like going to be, you know, movie and done. Now my question is, is he going to be in future episodes now? I think like, is so. He just gonna, that's pretty cool. I mean, I like that. I don't. I mean, you know what? I, I guess there's an easy way to learn that, but... Uh, then let's not spoil anything. There was a surprise I had just by what was spoiled. Because if you if you go by the opening credits, the detective is still back. All right, Alex, says, Alex, I mean, I know we don't want to spoil anything, but I, wa I want your guess. How many episodes do we have? Do we have Joey? Over I'm going to say... Give me a high I'm gonna low. I'm going to say... I'm going to go wild here. Okay. He is going to be with us through the rest of the show. <laughs> okay, give me a number. Give me a number. I don't, uh, I, don't I, I don't know. 13. Higher. 24. Higher. 25? Yes. <laughs> so he's here for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. Season two, maybe season three. Dude, We're going to see this kid grow up. Oh, he looks like, yeah, I think he's in all the rest of season two. And uh, uh, not in, no, he's not in all of the season three. It looks like he's in one, two, three, four episodes of season three. So, but he, we got him for all season two. It looks like anyway, or at least most of it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Is it just me or is the plot of this kind of weird? Oh, everything about this is weird. <laughs> I mean, if the kid runs away to another city, 
Okay, first of he's all, he's not gonna tell on you. Uh, first of all, we're naming cities. We were starting. In oh yeah, St. Louis mm-hmm. to the point where I was because these episodes are kind of out of order on YouTube. So I was just making a spreadsheet of what the actual episode order was, so that we could watch these in the correct order. And I was trying to figure out, and I was trying to find this one, but when that first caption comes up, St. Louis, I thought the episode name was St. Louis because we don't get to the title until a few minutes later. Same. So, um, it took me a while to make sure I was on the right episode. Um, because I was like, where is the episode St. Louis? I can't even find this one. Where where does it go? But whatever. Um, we'll be watching them in the correct order. I'll Sweet. post them in the Facebook group. So um, we start in St. Louis and we go to Metro County, which is apparently where TNT takes place. That's the mm. closest we've gotten to an actual location because it's always mm-hmm. been vague uh, United States, Canada. Where the hell is Metro County? I don't think Metro County is a real... I don't think there is a real Metro County anywhere. I tried to look it up, I mean, but you can't, obviously, because you just get metropolitan areas. Yeah, it's like the most generic of. Yeah. So, Metro County is where TNT takes place. So, wow. Uh, but I... And again, guys, I and I know, like, we're going to go through it, obviously, but once this unravels and we find out what this is actually about, it's insane. <laughs> this guy was fucking held up like a convenience store and shot somebody like to rob the register of a convenience store and then chase this kid from St. Louis to Canada. Like I why? <laughs> like I'm sorry. I mean but... just just in case he tells on him. I mean, how much did you get out of that register? Like what are you talking about? Like I first of all I, it's crazy that you were able to track him that far. But mm-hmm. second of all, like, he's already run. Like, if he wanted to go to the cops, he could have gone to the cops. He's Who's he going to tell? He's also, like, a kid that's had... I don't... It's stupid. It, it makes no fucking sense. Absolutely Unless not. he's, like, a hitman that was taking out the guy that worked at the convenience store. Okay, now that's different. Then that could be something. But we saw him just, like, stealing them from the register. So I think he's just, like, a fucking guy. Yeah. No idea why this is happening. No. Or how this guy has the funds to do this, because it seems like he has a history. He says he has a good thing going on where he's robbing all these convenience stores and no one's seen him up until then. So clearly maybe he's just, like, paranoid or... I don't crazy know. Crazy in I, some way? I, I don't it know. doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't. But we maybe, maybe it's a, okay. Maybe it's a different St. Louis. Maybe you know, like <laughs> like there's a like there's different Jacksons. Like yeah, yeah. There's different Portlands. Maybe this is St. Louis, Canada. St. <laughs> <Saint> Louis. <laughs> maybe it's a thing in Canada that you just you snitch on people too. I don't know. <sighs> there could be a cultural reason why he's following this guy. <sighs> Um, Alex, I'd like to point out that at the 1 minute 23 second mark, um, we're mm-hmm. in the pool hall in St. Louis, um, in Canada, of course. <laughs> um, there is a gentleman in the back. Now, is this Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's? He's he's wearing a white short sleeve shirt and a red bow tie. Is he, like, serving drinks? Um, well, I think he's serving his, his, his beloved uh, Baconator. <laughs> this is where Wendy started, in a pool hall. It's very crazy. Oh, he's the bartender back there. Okay. Well, I honestly didn't know. Yeah, no, I I couldn't. I thought he was just on a different pool table, but no, it looks like he's behind a bar of some sort. Um, Very funny, though. Like, what is your rig out, sir? <laughs> um, We get introduced to the kid from St. Louis mm-hmm. playing pool. There's another guy in a trench coat that's like, dude, you're good. Um, thanks for taking my mind. I was just impressed by your skill. You want to go for another round? And at first he's, he's game for it, but then a stranger walks in in a leather jacket and does have the look of, of crazy in his eye. Like, he's he's not a good fellow. And I love 
this is awkward because he's really close to this kid. He's just like a pool table across and the camera is over this guy's shoulder and it's just kind of tracking this guy. Like it seems like the kid is like grabbing something and looking at the guy across the table and then like moving and then looking across the table. Like, did he see me? And it's like, motherfucker, you are like six feet from him at the most. This place is way too cramped. Like I, I, and that's the thing. I can't figure out if this is like a real pool hall because it's it's so cramped and also the furniture is ridiculous but pool tables are so heavy that like and they fuck that they've got the lights there i feel like this has to be a real pool hall because it just seems like it's too much of a hassle otherwise like there's too much set specific set decor that connotes pool hall yeah, I think you're right. And like, you know, a lot of times on TNT, like a shitty set, like just looks like a real shitty set. <laughs> but like the, the the way the lights are and the, you know, the actual pool tables and just the room itself, I feel like I know this would be this would be harder to make a fake pool hall than just to be in a shitty pool hall. But it's way too cramped for what they're trying to film. And my favorite bit is when he finally gets out the door, there's a oh, there's wow. just this guy playing pool, and guy that's chasing him, like it just like runs into this guy, and there's this whole little like three stooges moment of them huh? What? what, what huh? It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's it's kind of not much is changing in season two. So yeah, so our pool playing kid, he gets away, but uh, the guy chasing him uh, snatches his jacket and gets his wallet. So, uh, I, I mean, I know this guy, we're going to find out that this guy's going to, you know, after him and is willing to kill him. But I'm like, I don't know. I feel like uh, somebody snatched your wallet. You're, you're done, so Like, you're, you're done. Like, forget about it. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to get a new ID? You, what? I, in 89? Yeah, in the 80s? In 1990? No. <laughs> impossible. Like, it's, it's such a hassle. All your shit's gone. No, thank you. Um, but then we cut to Metro County. I'm like, ooh, where's Metro County? Where's this at? Oh, but what we're, what we're going to is Decker's Gem. Where T has officially relocated his office to. <sighs> crazy. So crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, and I mean, there's a, is it because I mean, he's always at Decker's Gym, so I guess it just makes sense. I guess. I just, I, like, I just feel like, you know, the pull between Amy, Amy slash Amanda and Decker, I feel like now we're waiting things more on the Decker side. Like, it, now it's going to be weird for him to, like, be hanging out with Amy slash Amanda. Like, it made sense for him. Okay, yeah, he goes to the gym to, like, figure shit, shit out and, like, hang out with mm. Decker. And that's where we get Decker in. But now I feel like we got to, like, work to, like, get Amy Amanda into the into the plot. That is true. So, seems like a harder ask. Um, but there's a kid that's in there that's training uh, boxing with Decker, and I was like, "Oh, who's this kid?" And I did it didn't even like register to me that it would still be Joey from the movie. It didn't hit me until like a few minutes into him like investigating. Yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck, they brought that kid back." Yeah, I mean, because also he's like, you know, he's wearing headgear and stuff. So I was like, "Oh, this could be any generic, you know, child that we've got for this episode." Didn't realize we're keeping Joey for another twenty-something episodes. They're training Joey to box. Mm-hmm. They say little guy, little steps. And to ensure that he takes little steps, they have tied his shoelaces together. And I'm thinking, what is this? Uh, yeah. And they also didn't make that very clear at first. I was like, I don't know what no. kind of training this is where you have to tie the shoes together. Like, I, I'm, I was very confused by the whole concept. Decker's just beating up a kid. Yeah. Because he's up there just like, come on, hit me. You can do it harder. And in between that, he's just smacking this kid in the face. Bah, 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 bah. Not hard, but, you know, enough to where he's smiling and enjoying it, which is also weird. Yeah. It's very strange. Very strange. 
dude comes in, the guy who was from the pool hall earlier with Amy Amanda. It's like Amy Amanda goes into T's office with this guy. And the guy's like, look, I'm from St. Louis. There's a kid I'm looking for. If you can find him, that'd be great. I'm from an insurance sales or some sort of agency. Yeah, he's from an insurance company. And like he says that this kid is uh, in, involved with a, a ring of car thefts. Hmm. So that's why he's looking for him. It's like, okay, interesting. So it gives him his description. He's like, hey, if you do it, uh, here's some money. And uh, hey, this here's here's my information. I'll get you paid. Get you a nice bonus. She's like, yeah, yeah. I like money. Money sounds good. I could always use a friend in St. Louis. Um, and maybe hinting at a future travel episode where they go to St. Louis and have some fun. All the way from Metro City? I mean... Also, can I point out Mr. T is wearing these uh, these sweatpants that are like um, like they're like four color like like checkered I guess, but like just like four big blotches. Like one, the top like left is is red, and the right half is blue, and then the bottom half is red and blue. It's very strange. One of them looks black instead of blue, which oh, is even weirder to me. Interesting. Are these like cobbled together from multiple pairs of? And it's just like, look, when a hole gets in one part, I clip it and then just make some new ones. I mean, I guess. Because, like, his shirt has also got, like, a lot of weird holes in it. Like, the armpit is completely ripped out of this, like, shirt he's wearing. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, Mr. T? Get it together. <laughs> so Mr. T's kind of explained because Joey comes in and he's like, hey, put me on this case, please. You said I could help you out. And he's like, you can't help me out. And he, he gives Joey a little too much information. And Joey's like, no, I got it. I got the description. I can go out and find this guy. So he's on the beat. He's looking for this kid. And he's asking everybody on the street. Everybody on the street gets taken advantage of by oh. an old lady, which is great. Uh, yeah, this old lady's like, oh, I, I, yeah, I've seen some kids like that. They, they play uh, right near my house. They do? Yeah. Why don't you help me carry my bags and I'll show you where. <laughs> she has him carry her stuff all the way home. Like, I mean, this old lady grifter. <laughs> I mean, I guess it serves him right, you know. You remember he wasn't a gang that did hate crimes. He was a part of the future for a second. He was yelling racial epithets at a man that would have been mayor if he hadn't been murdered. I mean, if anything, it's 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 amazing that Joey is able to hit the street by himself and not be like a, a puddle of a human being just trying to recuperate. Yeah, he did. I mean, watch, we don't see him at night. We don't see him at night. Murders happen. So, uh, yeah. But again, he was part of a racist street gang. Oh, yeah. He's also a fan of Pepsi, which yeah. after he's on the beat for a while through Metro County and Seacouver, he ends up going to a pool hall and he... And inside this pool hall, by the way, we see uh, um, this uh, our kid um, is hanging out with Mr. T's pal from the movie. Yeah. Getting a lot of recurring uh, one-offs here. Like, I really thought we'd never see that guy again. But uh, yeah, Joey's I like in here it. asking around. He's like, "Hey, have you seen? Uh, have you seen this guy? His name's Bobby." He's like, "Hey, listen, this ain't a motel. <laughs> it's a fucking pool hall. I don't take reservation." <laughs> it's pretty great. I do. The kid who's in trouble, mm-hmm. Bobby. Well, I don't remember what his name is. Is it, is it Bobby? Yeah, his yeah, his real name's Bobby. Okay, his real name's Bobby. Um. It's amazing that he is so good at pool, and maybe it's wait. Maybe he's just bored in the fact that he's so good. But he is really keeping an eye on everything happening in these pool halls. And I guess if you have a killer on yeah. your trail, maybe you do. But he 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 clocks Joey pretty quick. Yeah. And 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 I would think it's like, why the fuck are you drinking a Pepsi, dog? But it's probably also because it's like, oh, this kid's looking for me, and he he overhears them asking. So he leaves his pool table for a minute, and then as Joey goes outside, grabs him by the collar and says, "Hey, why the hell are you looking for a Bobby?" Forget you ever saw me. Get out and stop being weird, kid. And then it's like the bartender comes out and says, hey, you still got time on the table. You paid for it. If you're done, you need to pay out. And he's like, who says I'm done? 
I say all this because all this, the kid playing Bobby is, I actually really like his performance. Yeah. Um, he makes some interesting choices, but two kids rough, one kid roughing up another kid to me is fun in a Mr. T show or like this show in particular. Defo, defo. Yeah, so Joey gets away, um, luckily, mm-hmm. um, because this kid's got to get, get back to his pool table. Which I love. He also, he's also got like the one thing he, he he lost his jacket in his wallet, but he did. He has to have his, his pool cue, like in his little pool uh, cue case, which is great. So that's all he has. That's all he has. Um, go back to the, go back to the office. Mr. T is wearing a ridiculous shirt that is now stitched <laughs> together from many many shirts. Oh yeah. Um, Joey comes in. He's like, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I I think I found the guy. At least some guy that got real mad when I asked about him and uh, uh, threatened to uh, beat me up. So he's like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Nice work, nice work. He's like, well, hey, you're gonna let me uh, like go check it out again? He's like, no, you stay here, stay out of the way. I told you to, to like not get involved in this shit. This is crime. This is my job. <laughs> in this scene where Mr. T's wearing the multiple, the the shirt of many fabrics. Mm-hmm. Mr. What T the and the is Amazing his... Technicolor Dream shirt. Oh, oh yeah. What is up with his necklace? Because this also looks like a Skyrim magical necklace. That's true. Getting a lot of getting a lot of charm. There's a lot of creepy hollows involved. And for the briefest moment, I thought that Joey was still wearing the future shirt because he's wearing a white T-shirt. There's something on. I was like, holy shit, Joey. Um, but no, it's like a musical shirt. It has like a, a guitar on it and something else, and then it has like notes. I mean, musical I, like, word I notes. I feel like the future shirt was a was an upgrade over this fucking thing. This is bad. It looks so terrible. <laughs> Don't like it. But uh, Mr. T's gonna go uh, check out uh, Bobby. So he goes to the pool hall and he uh, strikes up a conversation in a game of pool for five bucks and uh, with his kid. And uh, oh, no, my name is uh, my name is uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> she gives him a fake name. He's like, all right, cool. Mr. T's gonna play along, find out what's going on. Obviously, this kid does not want to talk about where he's from or his past or, you know, anything. Not get any of the story out of this kid. Like, when are we going to find out what's going on? We're ten minutes in and we don't know his backstory. It's such a mystery. What could it mean? Is he up to no good? I don't know. This guy said he was he was from an insurance company, so this kid's probably involved with stealing cars. Right? I mean, clearly, that makes sense. <laughs> He, we do know, and it is established, that he has have been in trouble with the law before. Yeah. And in some capacity, which really could mean anything in St. Louis. Um, yeah. And also, uh, he's he's planning on uh, um, he's getting he's going to get involved in like the what is it like that I don't know some kind of championship pool thing or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he's ra- he's getting enough money to go so that he can be in it. Yeah. Wild, because he's really good. He's also rocking the mock turtleneck. That's true. That is true. Cool look. I, I I like his flat top. I like I like the mock turtleneck. It's good. I like when he laughs at Mr. T for like making a really bad. Yeah. I, I was gonna say shot, but he misses. Like he just misses the pull cue altogether. Uh, yeah. I, I gotta say, IMDb is real shitty for uh, this episode of TNT. Like, there's no credits for who this for who this actor is. So. That's weird. Yeah. He seems pretty okay for what he for what he's doing. Yeah, he's good. He's good. And somehow in all of this. Mr. T becomes friends with this kid to where he gains his trust. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. T, uh, he's lost. He's lost the base. Like, all right, you, you, what? You're already gonna win this one. He's because he was already four balls ahead. And Mr. T's just lost his shot. So he's like, all right, well, five dollars is yours. And then we cut to Amy slash Amanda driving down the road in her convertible. 
And she gets a call from Sophie slash Sophie, which shocking. We can barely hear her through the phone. Yeah. But we can, we do hear her. At first I was like, are they voicing over a fake Sophie slash Sophie? No, but no, it's, it's her. Definitely Sophie slash Sophie. Um, she, she, and she calls and she's like, hey, uh, about that guy that's the, the insurance guy, he doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's an Aloysius Grant that works, but that works for Allstate Insurance, but but that's in Philadelphia, not in St. Louis. I love she got that detail of like who works for this company. It's great. That is, yeah. I don't like how Amy Amanda is very short mm-hmm. with Sophie Sash Sophie. She's talking to her and she's like, cut to the cut to the end. Like go fast forward to the end of this movie. What what the hell? Just tell me what the fuck I need to know, Sophie Sash Sophie. Quit bullying her, Amy Amanda. Yeah, absolutely. So we go back to Mr. T's office slash Decker's gym, which, by the way, has like a drawing, I, I assume, of Mr. T and Decker, on, on a, like a child's done on the door. <laughs> it's very funny to me. I see there's a lot of kids art. I feel like the gym is really, you know, gone to being a very child friendly gym. So... No more women, but child-friendly. Yeah. No, we got rid of the women, but we brought the kids in. Well, there's also the sign on the wall that just says sports day. Yeah. I'm like, wasn't that every day at the gym? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Today's, t- today's tax day at the gym. We're going to be talking about tax forms today. Oh, man. Uh, let's talk about our 1099s. Who's got them? Anybody need to work on a 1098S? Guys, I've been dealing with a lot of tax forms lately. It's kind of on my mind. <laughs> I mean, and I really appreciate that Decker's doing that because ju- if you just teach a kid to box, oh. okay, but teach a kid to do tax teach forms. Teach a kid to box, he'll <laughs> box for a day. Teach a kid to do his taxes, he'll want to kill himself. I'm sorry, guys, I've been dealing <laughs> with a lot well, of tax man. forms lately. <sighs> I can't, I can't deal with any more fucking tax forms. But, but a well-rounded sports education. But a well-rounded sports education is very important. Very important. Tax form education is not important. Fuck tax <laughs> form. Um, so, uh, yeah, this guy comes in and uh, they're like, hey, uh, what's your fucking deal? You've been lying to us. Or unless your we- name is Aloysius and you're from Philadelphia. Hmm. Cats out of the bag. Hmm. Which um, I knew an Aloysius in Philadelphia. Interesting. Lynn Aloysius Belvedere. <gasps> Straight so he's in Pittsburgh, China. but close, close. Hey, it's close enough. Close enough. Was it Pittsburgh, Canada, or Pittsburgh? Oh, there we go. There we go. Hmm. <laughs> um. So they're like, "Come clean, dude. What's up?" And he comes clean and says, "Look." And he tells them the most unrealistic, crazy it's story. It's the dumbest story he could have come up with. It's like, "Hey, uh, you see, I had a real close friend, and we went to Vietnam together. And he had just had a kid, and uh, he died there. We were young. And he died in his, in his first week there. And I promised him I would look out for his kid. And well, to be honest, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I, I wasn't able to for a while. When I finally got back and you know got my life together, well, now I'm a very rich man, and I've been, I've been trying to like, uh, um, you know, find him so I can make good on my promise. Because it's all I think about is my dear friend who died in Vietnam. And uh, uh, the thing is, boy, I, you know, every time I try to get close to him, he runs away. Like, what is he? Oh, I'm sorry. Your story is that you are the wealthy friend of this kid's father who died in Vietnam and you made a promise to look out for him, but you haven't done that until now, but you've had time to come become rich. The only thing that's crazier is the actual truth that we find out at the end of the episode where we find yeah. out what this is all about. Because keep in mind, this guy is just a guy that knocks over convenience stores and has chased a kid from St. Louis to Metro County, Canada. 
and has now like bought a suit to pretend to be this insurance guy and to chase down this kid that he can kill that saw him do a fucking convenience store robbery what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's wild and it's Amy gonna get buys, oh yeah amy buys this story and says look he was just embarrassed i mean he was a former soldier and mr t says amy no amy, this check why are you so dumb is bullshit yeah it's just like listen yeah. This check is bullshit like he is. I know for a fact that that's not the right thing. So what I did is I told him the wrong place to go to because I'm going to go talk to Bobby first. Yeah, so he sends him to a car wash. So Mr. T is going now to meet with Bobby. Um, but what Mr. T doesn't know is he's being followed by mm-hmm. our convenience store killer. <laughs> Mr. T has on, so Amy Amanda has on double purple, a purple blazer, a, a deeper blue purple shirt. Mr. T has on the coat of many colors, mm-hmm. but then also has a jacket over it that's orange that has a giant like sun patch on it. Oh yeah. We've really entered in the late 90s or late ni- 80s, early 90s from a fashion perspective. Yeah. It does seem more kid friendly just from a fashion perspective. I don't, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mr. T goes. What does that patch in his shirt say? Is that a thing of duct tape down the front? I, I don't think so. No, it's like a reflective material. It's just big and gray oh, and down the front Mr. are metallic. His patch says Mr. <gasps> T. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> Sir, your name oh, is T. Oh, it Turner. does say Mr. T. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Oh, yeah, this is great. That is fun. Now that I look at the jacket, it almost has like a Back to the Future vibe. I don't know why I'm getting that off of this. Like something Doc Brown would wear. Oh, yeah, it's it's real wild. It's real wild. But it was, uh, you know, it was that weird, you know, blotchy color thing that, you know, mm. was really, it was a thing. It was a thing. T goes to confront Bobby. Tell me what's up. Bobby tells us what happens, which is what we've been telling yeah. you this whole time. And so, yeah, and Mr. T's like, hey, listen, there's a guy. He's 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 coming. So you just need to know. Um, so we'll just tell me what's going on and I'll help you out. And he's like, I don't want to. I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you. And then he finally tells him. And yeah, it's like he saw the guy do a murder in a convenience store. He saw him take mm-hmm. off the mask. He So the guy, he killed the guy, convenience store worker. I first of all. Like, in the 80s, how much money are you getting out of the register at a convenience store? No idea. Like, I mean, probably more than now because we don't have cash anymore. Um, but <laughs> still, not, definitely not enough, not enough to murder anyone, obviously. Goes without saying, clearly. Um, but definitely not enough to chase a kid from St. Louis to camp to anywhere in Canada. There's no point of Canada that's close enough to St. Louis to justify chasing this kid. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Just because he can identify you in the fucking convenience store murder robbery? I mean, I mean, right. I, we see what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. It's got a weird, like, effect over it. The best part is that Bobby has on a suit, a black suit, or what looks like black suit, and he's still got his pool cue with him in the convenience yeah, store. Forever and always. And as he, as he, yeah, like he sleeps with this thing. As he creeps out after he's seen all of this and to run out of the store, he like walks and he's just holding his little cue and then he like holds it close to his chest, his most prized position, and just runs. I don't know if he got a good look at him. Like, I, I think that he could have easily been like, I don't know. I don't know if this kid saw me. He could have been That's the thing. Like our, like, our memories are not that good. No. Like, I mean, I know I'm bad with faces. I know some people are better. You're better with faces than I am, definitely. Um, but if you saw somebody, like, once, even in that sort of a, uh, you know, an impo- heated moment, like, no. D- you're not, no. not, not weeks later. You're not going to remember any of that. He's in the back of the store. 
And I know adrenaline plays a part. There's like chemical releases during this thing that were hiding in fear. But still, I don't think if this guy hadn't come after him, I don't think he would have been able to pick him out of a lineup. But he comes after him. Mr. T's like, why do you need to go to the police? I've been in trouble with the police before. You could, you got to help them or something. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, his patch doesn't say Mr. T. It says Misty something. It says Mistray. It says M-I-S-T-R-A. And then there's e. another letter, but e. I don't know what that is. It's an E. Mistray. Maybe that, I guess that, maybe that's a band, brand. Hmm. Mistray. I thought it was Mr. T, but no, it's Mistray. Oh, we also see the guy straight up shoot this dude in the chest and him die. They do it in two cuts. Like we see the guy like shoot and then we see the other guy hit the, catch the bullet in the past. But then Bobby leaves the leaves the pool hall walking around. And because he was followed by this convenience store robber, the robber like grabs him by the neck, pulls his gun out. Bobby gets away, starts running down the street, starts shooting, which is what we just do in Seacouver now. Um... And then he just chases Bobby into a parking lot. Or is this like a, a car demolition? Oh, it's like a car mechanic shop because they're about yeah. to go inside and go with the tow. And Bobby's just like jumping into open cars, doors and cars as this guy's walking through, just like shooting at him wildly. Windows are exploding. And then Bobby goes into the actual uh, repair facility building. Mr. T follows them. And then there's more of a fight. Mr. T joins it. Tires are used. <laughs> And at one point, a whole bunch of tires fall on the sky, and he's just incapacitated. So Bobby walks over the tires awkwardly, still holding his pull cue, and Mr. T and him leave. It's it's this I, this guy is like gun. He's shooting wildly all over the place, trying to kill this kid so many times. And I'm like, it's a dude. What is your deal? Like, I'm like, he has to be a hit man, right? Like, yeah. that had to be a hit at the fucking convenience store because there's no other reason to go to this much effort. Like, there's no no fucking chance. Absolutely no. But uh, yeah, they, they, they get him in the old tires, as you do. And uh, Mr. T knocks him out. So cut to the courthouse. And they are very dejected. <laughs> because there wasn't enough evidence to convict him of the convenience store. Now, a couple of things. Mm -hmm. First of all, why are they trying the convenience store case, C. Cooper? Like, that's no not a Metro County crime. <laughs> but, and the fact that they lost, um, but they're like, hey, don't worry. Um, they're definitely gonna, they're definitely gonna get him on the, uh, attempted murder charges. I'm sorry, that's the charge that should, that he should be dealing with. Also, mm -hmm. like, what are, so, wait, 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 wait. He's innocent of the convenience store murder charge, because there's not enough evidence. But they're gonna find him guilty of the attempted What was the motive for the murder? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really um, like botched up this legal. I'm innocent of uh, the convenience store, so clearly that's not a motive. Uh, why would I want yeah. to kill this kid? Well, we've got two witnesses. Well, I was found innocent of that trial. Like, how? There's no... Like, and also, the convenience store, I... Like, what are we talking about? I mean, unless there is security footage at these places of this guy trying to kill him, it is going to be a hard case I to mean, win. I mean, it would be super hard if, like, he had not, like, attempted to murder the witness true but he tried to murder the witness which i think kind of fucking seals the deal on the convenience store situation 
I mean, like, can you not trace a gun? Cause there no is, I mean, I understand like a random convenience store hold up and murder. Like, yeah, especially in the eighties, you know, there's not the surveillance footage. I get it. Yeah. That kind of stuff is going to not, yeah, you're not going to be convicted. But the one way you would be convicted is if you were arrested in process of attempting to kill the only witness. <laughs> How is he innocent of that? <sighs> Look, I don't know. Maybe Amanda just didn't do a good case. Maybe she wasn't on it. Who knows? Like, but I mean, you bring up some really good questions. <laughs> it's crazy. He's got to be I, a hitman. He's got to be a well-paid hitman, and somebody paid for his lawyer. And that lawyer is better than Amy Amanda. Maybe that'll... I mean, look, we got two reoccurring characters, the biker guy and Joey. Maybe this guy comes back. I don't know. Maybe he is a hitman. I doubt it, but who... I mean, I don't doubt that he's a hitman. I think you do have that. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm still trying to figure out what this brand is that Mr. T was wearing. I think maybe Mistra is what I'm seeing, maybe? But I, I there's an E. There's definitely an E. But Mistra seems to be the only brand I can find. Which is a 70s brand, which would make sense. That would work. Wild episode. Wild episode. It is pretty crazy. Um, Alex, best dressed, worst dressed. Hmm. I actually kind of like Mr. T's coat of many colors and then the orange jacket the more I looked at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I like, I like, is that I like best Mistra, dressed? Mistrette. I don't know. Um. Mr. T could also win worst dressed given his um, patchwork pants. Oof. Or the f- the three color pants. I, I also like the kid's uh, turtleneck. Um, though True. I do I I do gotta say he he does look like a like um he looks like he might be Theodore from the Chipmunks. Our our Simon. I can't tell if it's blue or green. Um, sort of a blue green. He's in the middle. He's he's trying out to be a chipmunk. Um, <laughs> I like that. I, I but I like Mr. T's uh, a shirt of many colors. I think worst dressed is um fucking stupid music shirt that joey's wearing i really that's that's trash agreed mr t is literally wearing a shirt that's falling apart and it's better than that fucking shirt (laughs) (laughs) true yeah i mean that there you go Uh, so what we what it was what so many colors for best dress Mm -hmm. i like that with the orange jacket yeah completes the ensemble yeah absolutely and the skyrim pendant (laughs) (laughs) uh who won who lost I mean, I think the kid from St. Louis lost, right? He lost his wallet, which already True. we know is going to put him so far behind everyone else. But then... He had no wallet for, from St. Louis to Canada. That's... I mean, he's just been playing pool and getting money. Skill. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happens to him after this. This hitman might kill him. Yeah. <laughs> because he was found innocent of the convenience store Oh, yeah. He's, he's crime, getting murdered. So he's going to get murdered. <laughs> so he, he loses. But who's the winner? Old lady, Joey, old lady, old lady. Oh yes, she got her laundry Clearly. brought in by by dummy Joey. Joey can't win because he was duped by old lady, yeah. the savvy old lady, Definitely. who I would love if she appeared in a future episode and was up to no good. Yeah, pulling capers. I like it. Fucking great episode of TNT. Oh, I, love I love this show. Great show. Great show. Thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. I'm Alex. Again, we are joined by our good friend Brad. There's ways to get in contact with us: the Facebook group, there's a YouTube channel. Um, you can call us if you go to the website, ramjackpodcast.com. There's many ways to get in touch with us and just tell us what your theories are on the Mr. T episodes. Get at us. Tell us what's going on in, on in your life. 
And guys, I, I don't want to bring up a, a sore subject for, for I'm sure many of our listeners uh, when I suggest this. Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not talking about Ron Dion right now, alright? I'm just saying, maybe if you are looking to enjoy some uh, delicious meatballs or perhaps also a selection of I don't know, uh, chocolate covered almonds and mm. maybe, uh, maybe uh, I don't know, fourth of a watermelon um, like half a pineapple, half a rack of ribs, um, some chicken wings, um, a fourth of a pizza, fourth of a pizza, mm-hmm. and a handful of I don't know, like our Reese's pieces and M and M's, kind of mixed together, you know, a little variety. Oh. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways you could do that, but what could possibly be more convenient than a delightful, flavorsome Stanley's? So flavorsome. <laughs> or tasteless, depending on what mm. you prefer. Hmm. <gasps> mm. My mm. Stanley stag tray is flavorless. Um, I think you mean uh, tasteless. Oh, yeah. It's tasteless or flavorsome. <laughs> it's up to you to decide which is good and which is bad. <laughs> is it? Is it not that it gets... Oh yeah, I think it absorbs. I think I think because it yeah, obviously bad translation is uh, what's going on there. Oh, because okay. they're saying they're saying the good one is uh, tasteless, the bad one is flavorsome. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Ugh. My Stanley snack tray. Ugh. It's so flavorsome. It's retained the the chicken wing flavor. I'll never get that out. Despite the fact I'm now eating a a, a pineapple from it. So that's what it is. (laughs) Yeah, I believe so. It has the flavor. But I guess- it wouldn't seek onto the food. It would just be absorbed by the tray. So would that also indicate that you're licking the tray? Well, I mean- Like, if I'm lifting it up in the cup, I'm not, like, taking it out. I might have to, like- oh, well, But, but like, sometimes, sometimes, you know, you, like, sometimes you get some of the, some of the dip gets in there. Oh, and, yeah. You know, in the, and you're, you're gotta, you got to get in there. You got to lick it. Lick the corn. Because the dip, you can't get the chip in, but you still got uh-huh. some dip. So you got to put your- you, Well, you can either, like, put your finger in there mm-hmm. and just, like, get in there and get all that dip. Or you can just, like, get your tongue in there and just, like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to you clean know, your tray with your tongue or else it's going to get everywhere. If you, if you don't make a happy tray, then <laughs> I mean, what's the point? <laughs> Gross. Gross. <laughs> what I like to do with my, with my snack tray is what I, I first, first I'm, first I make a layer of, of cream cheese. <laughs> And then, then I get some mixed nuts. Mm-hmm. And then what I do, I get some of that, get some of that um, cho- chocolate turns into a hard shell. I put that on there. <laughs> and then I put a layer of marshmallows on top of that. Huh. And then I sprinkle, then I sprinkle some, some crushed up Oreo cookies. And sometimes I use Hydrox. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, and then I'll put a little bit of caramel sauce on that. And then I'll just, I'll drill some more that, um, hard chocolate turns into a shell on top of that. <laughs> so it just all, you know, becomes solidified. But I don't want it to get, I don't want it to get flavorsome. <laughs> so I gotta eat it fast. <laughs> I'm also imagining some crazy people seasoning (laughs) their fucking trays. Like, I just love that that chicken flavor. Mm. Mm. Now, this compartment, I keep this to a a sort of a a general so's chicken (laughs) flavor. Because each tray, each section has its (laughs) own flavor. This one's ranch. I just put ranch in this side. 
<laughs> this is my ranch compartment. It's good for everything. Veggies, <laughs> chips, chicken, everything. bread, crackers. Just bread? Yeah, bread. Um, <laughs> bread sticks, pretzel sticks, fish sticks. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't know why fish sticks just hit me like hard. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, These Stanley white, people need some help. White people love ranch I, and Stanley product accessories. It's true. Wild. Wild.